Hey friends, and welcome to Her Soul, a safe space where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that God promises you. It's that Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. It's your girl Camille and thank you guys for joining me this week. And if you're new here, welcome you guys to the sisterhood, the fellowship, the community where we are all just women on this journey to finding out who we are in Christ and trying to be our best selves and live our best lives. So welcome, welcome everybody. Y'all, we have a really good episode today. We're going to talk about emotions. But before we get into that, I just wanted to do a little shameless plug. And if you haven't already, I want to encourage you guys to go join the Her Soul Facebook community. There you will be in community with other women who are kind of in the same areas of life as you are, maybe a little bit farther along, maybe not exactly where you are, but a community of women gathered together to just relate, share, inspire, and to grow in Christ. A lot of what the group is about is kind of, yes, being in community with other women, but also you guys having that accountability, doing the soul work. You know, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't put in the work. And so this is just a community where I want everybody to kind of like thrive, to be their best selves, to live their best lives. And um, yeah, if that interests you, go ahead, hit the link in the show notes and join us, y'all. So today we are going to dive into emotions. This will probably be like a multi-part kind of series, but we're kicking off with talking about emotional bondage. Now, I just started a new devotional by the Daily Grace Call called Emotions in the Heart. And um, as I'm going through the pages of the devotional, it's kind of pressing on me to share with you guys what it is that I've been learning. And you know, in a sense, I feel like it's going to be able to help you guys as well. Um, yeah, so it just talks about emotions. It talks about our perspective of emotions. Can we control them? You know, just trying to understand our emotions so we can kind of take the power back, right? So before we go any further, y'all, I wanted to um, start off with talking about what exactly are emotions, so very simply, emotions call attention to the desires of our hearts. They can motivate us, inspire us, they can draw us closer to God. But then on the flip side, it can also be complicated and confusing, as we all know. <laughs> but by definition, emotions are a response involving thoughts, beliefs, judgments, and perceptions to an internal or external experience that leads to some variation of feeling that signals the mind and body to react. That's a mouthful. Um, but basically, emotions, you guys, they can bypass our reasoning. They can either encourage us or they can deceive us. Um, you know, Jeremiah 17.9 says, you know, basically the, that the heart is deceptive. Who can understand it? It's such a thing, a mysterious thing that we don't really have the answers to, right? But um, there are some things that we can do to get a better hold of our emotions, to grasp a little bit better understanding of them, you know, so that so that they're not controlling us. So we also need to define emotional bondage in the sense of what we're going to be discussing today. So 
for the purposes of this episode, emotional bondage is basically being enslaved by your thoughts and your emotions. So I'm not talking about being emotionally bonded to someone else. I'm not talking about, you know, women who are being emotionally abused. And, you know, I don't deny that those are issues that do happen, things that people do deal with, things that actually do exist. But it's just not our focus for today, right? Today, this is about personal man in the mirror reflecting on you and your emotional wellness. It's about how we let our emotions control the things that we do, the way that we respond, etc. So as I've been working through this study, the big question for me, and I'm sure for a lot of you, is basically, you know, why is it that emotions can sometimes seem to be just uncontrollable, unpredictable, sporadic, just come in, sweep you off your feet, you know, stir everything up in your life? Like, why does it have to be like that, right? And then another question that I have is basically, how can I, how can you obtain emotional power over your life? How can we take back our control? How can we not let the, you know, unpredictability of emotions come in and take things over and kind of leave us left in shambles and broken pieces once they've decided to kind of like resolve, right? So, through this devotional, and I'm going to link this devotional specifically in the show notes if you are interested in it. Um, I think it's a really great resource, but it talks about understanding basically how we can get to this point of having emotional power. The first thing that we need to do is understand emotions from a biblical point of view. You know, what does God say about it? What is the true intent of emotions? So if you go back into the book of Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, where God is talking about creation, um, he says that we were created, Adam and Eve, man, was created in God's own image, right? His creative design meant to reflect him in every single way. So we were originally created with the best of intentions for our lives, right? And then a little bit into Genesis, you see that Eve, you know, is visited by the serpent who tells her it's okay to eat from the tree that God told them not to. So Eve goes to tell Adam, you know, go ahead, eat the apple. So the snake deceives Eve. Eve deceives Adam, Adam eats the apple, and now we see that sin has entered the world, right? Adam and Eve have disobeyed God, and sin is officially a part of, you know, the world, right? After they eat the apple, right, they realize that they're naked and they feel shame. But that's not what God wanted for them. That's not what God intended for us, right? It was the introduction of the sin, you know, the temptation of the enemy that caused them to be disobedient, that caused them to commit the sin. Um, and at that very moment, they, Adam and Eve, but also we went from wanting to love, honor and obey God to, you know, this idolatrous, self-seeking behavior, this uncontrolled behavior that we can exhibit. Okay, so we know God originally created us in this perfection, if you will, right? And then the serpent came, caused this uh, temptation and deception, and sin entered the world through Adam eating the apple. And so things have been shaken up. We're not in 
the way that God had originally envisioned for his people, right? But God had a backup plan, y'all. It was a blessing to us that in Jesus Christ, right? In the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that we have found redemption from ourselves, right? So through his word, we get knowledge and truth and we find hope for our minds and hearts to be renewed. Jesus came and basically... And this is the concept that a lot of us in so many different ways, so many different respects have not fully um, acknowledged or appreciated. But the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is redemptive to our souls, right? His sacrifice brings us emotional restoration. And that is, you know, once we can kind of internalize that realization and know that it kind of changes things a little bit. Because of Jesus, instead of emotions leading us to sin, we can find hope in our emotions being restored. Okay? So then that leads us into another question. Well, how does a life in Christ transform your disordered emotions? Like what? How does that relate? How does that actually play out? So as I sat and thought about this, I realized that basically if I focus on Christ daily, if I spend time with him daily, incorporate him into my life, my plan in every aspect and in every way that I can, that is me being renewed daily in God's love and in his instruction. And it doesn't give me time or room or space to kind of be led astray. So in other words, you know, my emotions are now being rerouted through the perspective of God's original intent for my life. I'm not letting that, I'm not letting the up and down nature of my emotions take control of me because I know that that wasn't God's original plan. Yes, it, it happened and that's what we deal with. But y'all, I'm telling you, if you can just change your perspective and understand that that was never God's true intent for his people, it is very freeing. In a way, it just kind of takes the chains off, you know, (laughs) it releases you. And it is such a satisfying thing to kind of internalize and embody y'all. So now that we have an understanding of, you know, the biblical context of emotions, Now we kind of want to dibble dabble and learn how can we interpret our emotions? How can we interpret those feelings that are presented to us in those moments, right? So emotions, basically, if you want to think about it like this, emotions reveal the heart, but they don't make decisions for us. This is where we kind of step in. We take every thought captive and we assess to make the best decisions. Did y'all hear that first part? Emotions reveal the heart. So in the Devo, um, the authors use an example of a husband and wife and, you know, a wife who's been tasked with the daily household duties of cleaning the house, cooking the food, taking care of the kids. You know, this is what she does day in and day out. And the husband, you know, he goes out, comes home. And so now here it is, it's about to be their wedding anniversary. And so the wife in her mind is like, oh my God, I'm going to get a break from my, you know, monotonous daily life. And, you know, we're going to go out to a nice dinner. Um, so as she's thinking about these things, she makes plans on who's going to watch the kids. She gets everything squared away. And then the night of the anniversary, the husband comes home from work. He's got takeout in his hand and he's not even thinking about taking them out to eat. And so whether or not the wife says it, 
and emotion and internally she is upset. She is devastated. She is angry. And that has led her to feel unloved, uncared about, unappreciated. Like her husband just doesn't pay attention to her. He doesn't value their marriage. It's just basically brought along these string of emotions and string of thoughts. So if we look at this example, we can kind of tell, you know, what's important to the wife. She wants to feel appreciated. She wants to feel special. She wants to feel cared about. And so the deal goes on to talk about how emotions are a gauge. They are not a guide. So we have to pay attention to them. We have to pay when we're feeling a certain type of way in the moment. We need to stop, really take a moment to think about it, right? Pay attention. You know, what triggered that emotion? What was the magnitude of our response? You know, how exactly did it make us feel? So we know that emotions are up and down, right? They can, you know, sometimes be good, sometimes be bad and negative and down and out. So we know that we definitely cannot follow their lead. But y'all, if we take a minute and analyze it, it puts us into position to make better decisions. So in the example, you know, the wife, she's upset, obviously. And that in turn is probably going to lead her to kind of be standoffish to her husband, stop talking to him, you know, maybe not make his dinner the next night or whatever the case is. And I mean, how many of us can relate maybe even in this same kind of sense where we've expected our significant other to kind of do something special for us, right? It it seems like it's um, something that both parties should know. And then that person doesn't do it. And then we're left feeling unappreciated, uncared about. And then we stop talking to them and we make it a big deal and it just lingers on and on, but we never really got to the root of it, right? So then when we get to the root of it, so imagine if this wife, you know, sat her husband down and told him, listen, honey, I thought we were going to go out to this um, special dinner and it's fine that we didn't, but it's got me feeling unappreciated. It's got me feeling like you just didn't pay attention, like you don't care. That opens up a line of communication. And now instead of being controlled by her emotions, she's now taken control of them. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and that is the goal, you guys, is to get to a point where we are not letting the emotions take control of us. In no way, shape, or form am I telling you to suppress the emotions. I feel like your emotions are invalid. That wife Y'all, I'm on her side. She had every single reason to feel unappreciated and uncared about. But what I want you to do, don't suppress it, acknowledge it, put it on the table and take control of it. That's all I'm saying. The authors of the devotional said it so well. They said, our interpretation of our emotions will determine our response. So y'all, we get to choose how we respond. That is how we take our power back, right? We can either choose to have these selfish thoughts, these, you know, angry thoughts, or we can do the God glorifying ones, right? By turning to God, y'all, by turning to God, we are actively fighting against those unhealthy emotions. So ask God to make you strong in him. Ask him to make your vision plain so that you can see exactly what's at hand. Ask him to not let you be crowded by your emotions, not to be held in captivity by your emotions, but to acknowledge them and get to the root of them. And then you go from there. Okay, so let's just take a minute to recap. We talked about what emotions are, 
We talked about emotional bondage and, you know, the sense of how we're talking about it on this episode today. Um, as far as us taking control over our emotions and not being held captive to, you know, the faultiness and the up and down nature of our thoughts and emotions. Um, and then we talked about the biblical intent, God's original intention with his creation, which was not to be held in this emotional bondage, but to actually just be free because he didn't want us to have to deal with this, with these things. Right. And then we talked about the introduction of sin, which led us to, you know, kind of the negative side of things, led us to the negative emotions that we are, you know, dealing with today. And then you guys, we moved into how can we understand it? How can we interpret our emotions so that we can digest what's actually going on and pull out the root of it, use it to our advantage instead of allowing it to take control of us. Such, such good stuff. Okay. So I want, I'm going to kind of give you guys some homework. Um, I want you to go back. I want you to read a couple things. I want you to read James chapter one, verse 19. And then I want you to read Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. And then I also want you to read, um, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse nine. And then I want you guys and if you want to, I want you to go back and read um, the creation story. Go back and read those first few chapters of Genesis and understand, you know, God's love for us and his original intent for his creation. Um, and then after you do all of that, I want you to sit down, get your notebook out, and we're going to journal. And I want you to write out what scares you about your emotions, how you can take control of your emotions, and some actionable items that you're going to put in place that will stop you from allowing your emotions to get out of control. I know that's a lot, and I know you probably won't remember. Don't, do not stop to write this down, especially if you're driving. I'm actually going to use this as our journal of the week prompt, which will be found in um, the Herschel Facebook community group. So don't worry, you can find it um, if you're going to sit down and do this later. But this is the soul work that I'm talking about, you guys. This is the, okay, I have a message, I have um, a word that I can internalize. Now I need to sit down and take action on it. Now I need to put what I learned into action so that I can grow, so that I can change. And that is what this whole thing is about. So that's all that I've got, you guys. This is definitely a to-be-continued episode. There is so much more. We've literally only just scratched the surface of understanding emotions. Um, so just look out. There will be some more parts to this series coming up, okay? Um, yeah. So that's all that I have for you this week. I am praying for y'all as always. Um, and I am just hoping that your week is blessed and full of positivity. And I will see you guys in the next one. I love you guys. Mm-hmm.